dedication of my tribute to Frederick Leonard, part three. Last time we talked about him growing up in the most horrific conditions. As a little boy, grew up in poverty. You ask yourself, is poverty a bad word? No. But poverty for some people is a way of life. And I'm not saying that to be... I'm not saying it to attack anybody. Poverty is more of a way of survival. I look back to my mother and father, because again, that's how they grew up. They were the product of the Great Depression. Now you look at Frederick Leonard, he talks about it in his No Holds Barred interview, which again, I advise all of you to watch, because you can learn a lot from him. He actually physically talks about his living conditions, what him and his siblings had to deal with. He talks about his mother. He puts her up there with such grace, such reverence. You know, he had a very close relationship with his mother. And the way he talks about her, I thought of my own mother. So we're alike in that aspect. We both lost our parents. Our parents were not only our parents, they were our teachers, our creators, our mentors, our guides. They taught us all about life, the living conditions, how to survive in this world, how to act towards other people, how to help others in need, to never walk away. Right now we're all struggling, and you ask yourself, do you think Frederick Leonard is struggling? Yes. And now everyone's going to be shocked. Oh, my God. Well, let me ask you something. Or let me tell you something. Just because someone is, quote, up there and is famous and you think, okay, he has a comfortable life for himself. He's making great money. He's living the high life. But let's break this down a little bit. And I've said this to all of you. Just because you're, quote, in the entertainment world doesn't always necessarily mean that you're you have that lifestyle you don't think he's struggling he actually came out on a youtube video and told everyone hey look i'm going through the same struggles that you're going through he wasn't really like telling you everything about what he was going through but you had a sense you think to yourself just because i have all of this money just because i'm up there with every other actor there are actors out there believe it or not and then you've never heard of this before but i've heard of it now even from a hollywood perspective their careers could start off great and i know you've seen this now their careers could start off great they were making all of these movies at a certain time and then all of a sudden they disappeared from the limelight and you ask yourself but why is it because after so many years of working in the industry, I want to do something else. Maybe they they don't want to act anymore. Maybe they have a right to have a personal life. They have a right to retire, to do something completely different. A lot of them didn't even like acting. I could tell you, just for example, in Hollywood, there are certain actors that acted when they were in their younger years, but then decided this isn't for me and to do something else completely and there's nothing wrong with that but when you have people always questioning what happened to this person what happened to that it's not any different than in 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 nollywood look at it this way when you think that and then i think he's brought it up too he's actually said it many times when people have asked him these questions on his youtube channel when he does the youtube interviews is acting hard yes can you get into it just you know walk onto a, a studio and say hey look at me i can act no You have to go through schooling. He went through schooling, but before that, he was a model. 
He was a model for a brief period of time. Now, he didn't like it. And I can understand why. I could also... I did a documentary, or actually read and watched a documentary about the life of a model. They are not glamorous. Behind the scenes of a model, their life is very corrupt. They don't have time for social life or private life for any man at any any stage in their life. They don't have time for, you know, to get together to spend time with their friends and family. They're constantly working day and night, traveling to all these locations. You think, oh, that's wonderful, that's glamorous. Not really. Long hours and they have to maintain their weight. And I'll be honest with you, I would not want to live that type of a life. Now, it may pay good money, but think about this. You're giving up time to spend with your family and friends. What kind of a life is that? You're constantly working. You can't even have a private life of your own. At some point, you have to have a private life. No matter what industry you're in, you have to have a life. You know, if you say to yourself, I have all of this and this will make me happy, but does it really make you happy? You can. You can have a comfortable lifestyle. You can have a beautiful home and beautiful vehicle and travel and have all of all of this money but let's be honest are you truly happy if you say to me that's all I need to get by in life you're all fooling yourselves the important thing I've always found out with anybody entertainment non-entertainment you're never truly happy until you have someone in your life now all the people out there saying what are you talking about there's a lot of people who are single and are happy deep down inside they are covering up their real emotions about this topic have you ever gotten close to someone and asked them are you truly happy with everything everything that you have you're blessed you're blessed to have all of this but deep down inside you're not really happy when you look at frederick leonard yes again everybody sees him as an actor a producer director He's more than that. If you've got to really peel the layers, look at the life he had when he was a little boy. Look at the life when he was a young man, before he even got into this acting. He went through a lot of struggles. Then you ask yourself, he's a man. He's like everybody else. Right now we're going through struggles. You don't think he's struggling? He is. But he will not come out and let everybody know that. Not, it's not out of shame or anything. It's just that how people see you, that's what you are. If you could separate, again, the actor from the man, it makes a difference. Everybody always seems to think that the characters he plays, he's automatically that character. I've even heard of people say in passing, when they watch one of his movies, there was one movie I didn't really like him in. And I, and I, if I could sit down and ask him this question, I would. But a lot of people have asked him on YouTube, the characters that you portray, do you take those characters and incorporate them into your own life? He says, no. How many times are you gonna ask that question? He will answer that question and tell you up front, I am not like any of the characters I portray in my movies. I am me. He has his own persona. He has a different persona. If you see him behind the scenes on his YouTube channel, because he has his own channel, if you see him behind the scenes when he's directing and producing, there are times when he's taking a break, jokes around, he, he, he dances, he sings, he does everything. He's a man of many talents. Of course, he's a great cook. His mother taught him how to cook. 
And when he talks about his mother, that's the thing that really, the tears just come flowing. They come flowing down. But I asked myself, this is a man who had such a close relationship with his mother, revered her, put her up on a pedestal. She did everything for the family. She kept them from starving. She kept them from giving up. Because when you say to yourself, right now, as I'm talking to all of you, and I know you're all going through this struggle, I'm struggling too, I'll admit it to you, but I'm not letting it get to me. In other words, you have to be positive. You have to have a positive mindset in this world. You're going to fall apart if you don't. If you're always saying to yourself, I can't get through this life. Look at me. I have so many bills. I'm drowning in debt. I have mouths to feed. You take it one day at a time. It's no different than, say, if you were in the spotlight. Again, a lot of people assume that because celebrities, you think, they, oh, they have this glamorous life and they have no cares in the world. Trust me. They have families, they have bills, they have things that we go through on, on a day-to-day basis. And the job, the job that they do is happening to be entertaining on television. When you look at Frederick Leonard, he's a hard worker behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. He teaches you the fine art of what's it like directing, producing. He breaks it down for you. Watch his videos. But I, again, I'd advise all of you to watch that interview. I think it was, I believe, back in 2020. No holds barred. Sit down interview with the one great Hollywood actor, number one actor, Frederick Leonard. You know, Frederick Leonard can get emotional, show his tears. That's what I love about a man. A man who shows emotions, can cry, can also talk about the hardest thing in his life. I mean, you think about it, you know, a lot of people have been in a situation like that or still going through a situation like that. It's always good to know when you tell me I have someone that I revere, that I admire, you look to him for guidance, for inspiration. I mean, it was hard enough for him to talk about it, but he did. A lot of people would shy away. A lot of people won't even mention their families. You know, I've actually read somewhere on some of the other actors that grew up in dysfunctional families that don't, and when you ask them a question about their family, they either don't want to answer or they avoid the question altogether. And it's like, but are you ashamed to tell us how you grew up? Your circumstances shape you as a human being. You know, he's no different than my father. I think I put him in the same category as my father because both, my, both of my parents grew up in the Great Depression in poverty. No running water very little food, everybody crammed into one little place. They had to learn how to survive, and they were they grew up in the most harshest conditions. It was difficult for them, but you know what? They didn't give up. When you give up, you're letting, you're letting it, you're letting your situations take over you, control you. But you say to yourself, how do you get through this life? To the best of your ability, right? If I said to you, why, and I'm, I'm sure people are going to ask me this question. People are going to ask me this question. They're going to say, why do you have such an interest? Or why do you pay tribute to this man that you've never met? 
I may not have met him, but I would love to do a sit-down interview one-on-one with him. I'd love to put him on my podcast, to be honest with you, and ask him all these questions. And I'm pretty sure we would have a good conversation. We would have a great conversation. You know, deep down inside, again, people see you as you are, but it's just a title. It's like me. If I told you what I do for a living, it's a title. I don't change because of it. A lot of people seem to think, well, we have to pay special attention to someone who's a celebrity. If you really break down that word, what does that really mean? Anybody, again, could be a celebrity, not necessarily on television, right? People can be an author, an inventor. Someone like me who went out on LinkedIn Live, I was a kind of a mini celebrity because people recognize you from your LinkedIn video like oh my god I know her she survived breast cancer but she survived life her parents lives were just terrible but they got through it I've always said to all of you right now you're going through a struggle but you don't think when you see him what do you see now a lot of women will say oh we see him as a sexy man who who's good at what he does who has, uh, you know, a sexiness about him. You know, he, he, he's, you know, he's done so much. He's done so much for others. I've actually read up on him. He was a humanitarian, or is a humanitarian. You know, in the area where you grow up, in his homeland, think about the area where you're at, okay? I mean, you think about the country as a whole, the area as a whole. A lot of people, a big percentage of them, that are trying to make ends meet, right? What's their form of entertainment in Hollywood? Why? Well, think of it this way. If you come to America and you want to go to California, where are you going to go? Hollywood, right? You're going to go on to the Walk of Fame. You're going to see the star's footprints, right? Every industry is different in how they revere their actors and actresses. You think to yourself... Anybody can come into this industry. Unless you're a natural or you know someone who was in the industry, like if you're related, like if you have a father or a brother, whoever, you can get in, right? Because you've got that special privilege. But the majority of you will say, hey, I could do this for a living and make it look so easy. Yes and no. You'd have to go to school. He went to school before he became, quote, an actor, before his career took off because he's been doing this since 2001. He was a model. And he said he didn't like modeling. He wasn't in it for very long. You know, be honest with you, can you really compare a model's life with an actor's life? Too different, right? Yes, as an actor, you have to constantly work and you have to create magic and you have to create movies and you have to do all of that. But you also have to understand something. You also have to understand that you're in this industry, you're doing a job. And the reason why I'm not phased by it, a lot of people say, how can you be that, what's the word? How can you be lackadaisical? And I'm like, well, wait a minute now. I told you, in the area where I live, there is actors. I can actually have somebody next door who's an actor, who who plays in a bit part. I'm not faced by it. 
because they're people doing the job. You know, my father worked in a nightclub and was surrounded by musicians and, and famous people, TV personalities. He actually broke bread with them and talked to them as human beings, people who had to, number one, make a living. Number two, if you had a family, you had to make money so you could provide for your family. If you have children, you got to give them an education. You got to put clothes on their back and food in their stomach, shelter. And then if you're married and you don't have children, you have each other, you have to find a way to create life together to support one another in good and bad. Whenever there is a struggle, and I've seen this now, people tend to just give up. If you look back at a time, and I'm sure a lot of people have a hard time talking about their childhood, why is there shame in that? When I look at my mother and father as a perfect example, again, of the circumstances of how they grew up, then you look at Frederick Leonard. They're no different. They're in the same category. The only difference is, the only difference is, if you see him as just an actor and not as a man, who became what he is through hard work. Because again, you're not born into acting. You're not born into it. You have to you have to work at it. You have to really work at it. It's hard work. I mean, everyone seems to think oh, it was so simple. I could just go on there, read my lines, and that's it. No. It's harder than you think. Um, again, a lot of people don't seem to understand what it's like you know I myself take pride in watching him I look at him as an example he could be a mentor a teacher a guide someone who could tell you he survived the harshest conditions I could always look at certain movies there's certain movies that I always watch with him there was one movie that actually touched my heart because it showed him as a true humanitarian now, there was another actor, an Hollywood actor, that played the abuser, Stan Enzi. I'm sure you've heard of Stan Enzi, right? And this movie it was about this poor couple. A young woman, she had, I believe, four children, and she was pregnant with the fifth child. And, the, and her husband, who was played by Stan Enzi, was an abuser. He would go out, he would drink, he would come home, he would beat on his wife and rape her and then get her pregnant again. And then at the time, he was like, oh, this isn't my child and everything. And he would just attack her. And So in the movie, Frederick Leonard played a man who had, again, came from a life that was the character. Now we're talking about the character, not the, the actor. Or, I'm sorry, not, not the, uh, the real man. We're talking about the character he played in this movie where he made friends with this little boy and was trying to help out the mother. He saw that the mother was bruised and beaten because her husband would beat her up and the kids, they were not living. They, she had like four kids, and I think, again, four kids, and they lived in this tiny little shack with a bunch of other people close by. And every day, her husband would come home and beat on her and take her money. And she would hide some of that money so she can give her kids an education because her son really wanted to go to school, but she couldn't afford him to bring him to school because of the situation they were in. And you think to yourself, boy, can you imagine that? Your kids want to go to school, but you can't give them that education. 
so they have to find a way to make ends meet. They saw their mother go through the worst time by, by their father beating on their mother. And so there was a scene that really touched me where she was trying to cross the road with her kids and there was heavy traffic and he pulled up in his truck and he went across the street and he was trying to talk with her but I guess she was afraid you know I guess because of the beating she suffered from her husband she was like afraid of all men and you know what are their intentions and he was only trying to help her and then she went she was able to cross the street and then he spoke with someone and said who is this woman how do I find her where does she live you know he wanted to kind of help her in a way because I think a part of him went back to the time in this movie when he was trying to tell his wife. Now, his wife was on cold and caring in this movie. All she cared about was herself. She didn't care about what her husband was going through. And they had a child together, but she was the type of parent that just didn't care for her husband or her child. She would do her own thing. And I thought, oh, my God. I mean, okay, this is just a movie. But there are women that are like that. There are women that just don't care about anybody but themselves and even if they have a family they don't take care of the family and I said to myself you should appreciate the people that are in your life and take very good care of them because one day what if something happens and they decide well you weren't there for me now it's my turn I'm not going to take care of you I'm just going to walk away that's like a slap in the face right so he encounters he finally catches up and at one point, she's she works. She has this money hidden from her husband, and she's working, trying to feed her kids. They worked at this like little like food place. And he pulls up, and he and he wants he, he tries to get breakfast from her, and she was ready to give him his breakfast after he paid for it, and she fell on the street, and he took her to the hospital, and then they found out, well, they found out that she was pregnant. I'm sorry, did I say she was pregnant in the beginning? They found out she was pregnant. They took her in, and then he was concerned about her. And I think at one point he went back, and then his husband was like, didn't believe that he was the father of this unborn child. And he just started attacking her. And then the character, Frederick Fetter, would come in and would try to get this guy. Now you imagine, you seeing him fight off Stan Enzine. He was telling, oh, this is your boyfriend, and this and that. And she's cowering on the ground, and nobody's helping. All the neighbors are sitting this and watching this. Even the two men that were playing some type of a card game. All oh, this is an everyday occurrence. In other words, this is normal. If you see a woman screaming and crying and getting hit by her husband, you're not going to defend. He comes in, and he, and he you know... He, he says something to him and then he tries to help her and, and then it's just like oh please go because you can make the situation worse and this and that but the premise of the story is this. so this little boy he befriends they happen to meet he gives him money because he says I understand you know he t- they told him the story and then let's fast forward so they told him the story fast forward they were able to get her out of this abusive marriage and her and her kids were brought up in this they, he had a guest home and he put him up in this home, and he told everyone, including the mother, that when he was a little boy, he saw his father beating on his mother. Tears right now form, and you say to yourself, now this is a real man, a man who's playing a part like that, because not always do you think that, well, the roles that he portrays, he's always portraying someone who has it all. I've seen movies where he plays poor, not mocking anybody. If you think about the area where you live, okay, 
There are certain areas around the world that you look at people and think, this is all they have. This is all that they could afford. This is how they're bringing up their children, but they're doing it to the best of their ability. They're learning to survive. And I look at my mother and father at a very young age, how they grew up in the villages. They grew up in the villages. No electricity, no running water again. They had to get water from a well. Very little food. They were all cramped in this one place. And when you're a child and you don't have an education and you wish you could go to school, but you can't because you have to be a grown-up necessarily to help out your parents in that trying time. Now let's go to Frederick Leonard and his childhood. His mother and father provided them a life, made sure that they were fed and well taken care of, even in the harshest conditions, but he had to get through it. He puts his mother, he reveres her, he talks about her. She taught him so much, saw the tears in his eyes, and it just really got to me. And I thought, there is a man that I have something in common with. We both have an understanding of the human spirit. And when it comes to times like this, you need to help out as much as you can. Take away that pride and take away that everything that you have. Not only see this now with actors and actresses, and I'm, and I'm going to address this too. When you see them on social media and you think, okay, I have all of this. Did you ever really stop to think about what are they really going on right now? They may have all of this, but sometimes you think to yourself, they are people doing a job and surviving and struggling just like the rest of us. If you say to me, no, they're not, they're different, we put them in a different category, you can't say that. They may not come out and say to you, okay, this is what I'm going through. But let me ask you something. If you ask him a question, he will come out and tell you. Uh, He said, I've had a struggle through my whole life and I'm still struggling now. You don't give up. When you have the love of someone, when someone really cares about you, that makes it more worthwhile. When you can help each other out, you give that positive, positive words. I will be there for you. I will support you. We will support each other. By the grace of God. You always put God into it. Okay. Now you think to yourself, because he is who he is. And again, everybody cannot escape the fact But Frederick Leonard, he has no cares in the world. Oh, yes, he does. He's a person. He's a man with feelings. How do you make a statement like that? When you say to me, oh, I really knew him. I grew up with him, and this is what it was like. Right, you grew up with him before he became famous. But if you look at him now, has he changed? No. Because, again, titles are right after a person's name. When you have a title attached to your name... You're a different person. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. When you have a title attached to your name, you're the same person. You're not different. Pardon me. I made a little blunder here. When you ask yourself this question, and it's really, really important, and I want to make sure that people understand this now, no matter what you do in your lifetime, whatever industry you come from, right now we are struggling. It's all because of this whole war that's going on in Russia. Think about it. Now, gas prices are slowly coming down. It doesn't really help much though, right? People still have to survive to put food on the table, to provide for a good quality education, shelter, all the things in life. We have our debts, we have our, our bills. I mean, look at me. And I'm as I'm talking to you, I have a vote of positivity in my voice because again, if I think about everything that's going on, I'm make myself sick. And it's not good for you to focus on that. When you look at Frederick Leonard, a lot of people think I could escape 
being this way turn to Nollywood. Think about it this way, though. When you watch him portray a character who is poor, he's not mocking anybody. He understands because he's been in that situation before, right? A lot of people think that if you look at social media, look at all the other Nollywood actors, and look at all the movies, and look at the glamorous life. Not all of them have that glamorous life. You have to work at it to maintain it, and sometimes it's difficult. There's always this competition. Always said that when you're in Nollywood, you have to get along with people. Do you think most of them get along with each other? No. Do you think that the people can make enemies very easily? Oh, yes. And not just in entertainment. Everywhere I have enemies. But you know what? I don't think about it, and I don't let anyone or anything get to me. And I say to myself, I hold up my head on and I get through this. We will get through this together. Again, when you have the love of someone, if someone is really thinking about you and, 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 and telling you, hey, look, you can get through this in your lifetime. When you have someone to help you out, to guide you, to support you, say, hey, look, I'm here for you. If I look at myself and think in my lifetime, if I ever come across a man like him, if I were to meet Frederick Leonard in person, I would see him as a man. He's a man doing a job. Now everyone's like, get out of here. You wouldn't see him as an actor. I'm not starstruck. I told you in the area where I live, I'm used to it. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. If any of you like Law and Order, SVU, the actor who plays uh, Finn on Law and, Law and Order, Ice-T, lives here in my town. Further down, him and his wife live in a beautiful penthouse because his job... Law and Order SVU was filmed in New York City, so it makes sense for him to be here. A few times he's been out, yeah, people have approached him, but then some people think, you know what, he's a man doing a job, living out a a nice, comfortable lifestyle with his wife. Now people say he's rich. Well, let me tell you something. When you have all this wealth in this world, I'm sorry, when you have all the riches in this world, it's not enough. In my podcast, I said there are seven things more important than money. I want you to really listen to that, but I also want you again, if anybody's a big Frederick Leonard fan, look at the man. Look at the man behind who he is. Again, he's not just an actor, a director, a producer. He's not any of that. Again, they're all titles. Look to him as a man who all of you can look up to. Someone who's defeated the odds, someone who's survived life. He's tried every industry. You know, being a model didn't work out. So then he, he dropped out and he decided to go to this institute. Then he came back into the world of acting. Look at all the movies he's been in. I was always advised you to watch certain movies of him when he first started out. You have an idea that if you, all of you ever want to become like him, watch, watch how he performs. Just follow him. Watch his videos on how he directs people, how he sets up a scene, the scripts. Really understand it. And if you say, this is what I want to do, Go to school and do it. Again, there are a lot of people that are gifted and natural and they can do it and they can, you know, oh, I don't need schooling. You're going to fool yourselves if you don't. You do need to go to school. At some point, now, if you're lucky enough and you know someone who's in the industry who can get in, you know, special, special privilege, wonderful. But not everybody has that. You know, again, I look at him as a man who's come a long way from the little boy, the little boy, the scared little boy, that had to go through that type of life. Anyway, you can survive it. Now, again, are we struggling? We're all struggling, even celebrities. They won't tell you that. But he himself has told you in that no-holds-barred interview, 
Every question he's answered or was asked of him, he answered. And if you can really sit there and separate who he is versus the man he is, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. And you will be in awe. You'll be inspired by him. He's a wonderful man. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's someone who has a heart of compassion. He can teach us. He could be a leader. He could be anything he wants in this, in this lifetime to be. And I'm pretty sure down the line he wants to settle down, just like everybody else. You know, at sometimes you need to kind of break away from the industry. And if his fans would understand that, let Frederick Leonard find that happiness. Let him find happiness. Let him find someone, you know, someone he can call his own, someone who will make him happy, someone who will who will support him and respect him and guide him. And I'm sure that when you find your soulmate, you will know, even if you have to travel to find your soulmate. Because again, Love has no boundaries. Love has no colors, right? You say to yourself, if you look at that song, well, just the lines from that song. Love is simple. Love is kind. Love is what you do to make it divine. You could choose to love me. You could choose to hate me now. It's your life. It's your choice. It's all right. Something to that effect. I don't know the whole words. I might have said it incorrectly. And there was another line that actually haunted me from that. But part two of the movie, they really sang the song. Um, Let me see if I can remember it now. I am leaving to plan ahead to make up for the whole world. Whatever. I, I can't remember. Um... In my heart, I am weeping. It's the waters in my eyes that can't stop falling. That's the one. It's the waters in my eyes that can't stop falling. If you think about certain lines and phrases, again, let me just go back to before birth, okay? For all of you who have never seen him in that movie, watch that movie. That movie was a breakout role for me. I believe that if they resurrected that movie and changed the premise a little bit, I'm not saying completely change the movie. Keep the premise the same. Just change it up a little bit. There was another scene in that movie, or another line in that movie, that touched me. When he did confront his mother, because his mother said, oh, you mother, you have disgraced me. Um, you know, because she hid the fact that he found out from this man who he didn't know at the time was his father the truth about his birth and she was trying to tell him you're the one who's crazy now this is the line that I liked because it really showed power of emotion tell me the truth mother and I will be yours forever but deny me the truth I will walk out that door and never return. So in other words, he's given her an ultimatum. Either you tell me the truth and everything will be forgiven or you deny me the truth and you will never see me again. So now when he went back home and narrating it in his head, he's saying, well, I've lost everybody and my life is miserable and I now I found out my mother lied to me about how, you know, who my father is. 
he was getting ready to kill himself, but she walked in and then she told him the truth. But when you hear that line, there's your raw emotion. If you think to yourself, that could be part part of a, a, a true story. If you think about it, people are always trying to figure out who are you? Where did I come from? Who are my parents? Was I adopted? When you touch on that and you think of a role, that's powerful. When I see him doing that, it just, again, that movie takes me back to my own life. There are certain scenes in that movie that parallel my own life. And I think to myself, here's a man that, number one, is a great actor. He knows his lines. I mean, actually, in one of the scenes, too, when he did confront that guy, he says, oh, I'm looking for a seer or who are you, this and that. And he goes, oh, he goes, you've forgotten me so soon. And then I think if you look at him, he might have forgotten his line, but he remembered it again. In other words, sometimes when you're an actor and you memorize the script, you're bound to forget something. It happens. But I think keep on going. Keep on going. I always like to know how they do that, though. And I'm still fascinated by that. And I hope that maybe one day he could show us on a YouTube video. How do you set up the scene? You know, is somebody there with a camera and the, and the lines are coming down? How do you do that? I'm always wondering because when you watch a TV show, that's how they did it. The lines would be there. You would look at the camera, but you'd look away, but you'd know because you'd have it memorized. So I always wish that he would do that, show us that part of it. And also the special effects and the graphics too, because I'm amazed at that. But to end this part three, my tribute to Frederick Leonard, a man who has survived life, who has gone through so much in his lifetime, from the time he was a little boy to a young man to now. Think about it this way. We're all struggling. But we always have to think that there is a brighter future ahead that if we have someone who believes in us, someone who inspires us, someone who can say, hey, look, continue with what you're doing. You are great at what you do. We love you. We will support you. We will stand beside you. That's important. You need to have that praise because I'm not saying all the time, but you need to feel that someone out there is is really watching you and and looking out for you. you. That's the greatest thing in the world. And I say to you, Frederick Leonard, thank you for giving us entertainment, for teaching us, for guiding us, for mentoring us, for teaching us about life, to be compassionate, to be a human being, to be great. Thank you, Frederick Leonard. God bless you. You are great. You are number one. Continue to entertain. Continue to be you. God bless you. Take care. Thank you.